0: Nearly every family has a set of beloved stories that they tell over and over. It might be how Grandpa came to this country with $5 in his pocket, or how an ancestor fought in a famous battle. It may be the story of a romance, or a child's rescue, or a moment of accomplishment. In my dad's family, it's the story of how his mom came to America. Martha grew up in Denmark, and a mutual friend introduced her to a man who had moved from Denmark to America, to Albert Lee, Minnesota. They started writing, and they fell in love through the mail across an ocean. Jens planned to come to Denmark to see her in person and meet her family, but World War II broke out, and Germany occupied Denmark. No one could travel there from the United States. Martha prayed that if God wanted her to marry Jens, that he would help her get to America. Amazingly, God opened the doors. Martha went on quite an adventure, traveling alone as a woman across wartime Europe all the way to Portugal. She was even followed by Hitler's SS for a while, thinking that she was a spy. Finally, she got on a boat that took her all the way to New York, where she met Jen's, got married, and started a new life here in America. Her story of faith and trust in God has had a huge impact on our family. In some ways, the stories that we remember and tell shape us. They explain where we've come from. They shed light on who we are. They guide our steps as we move forward in life. Two Sundays ago, we started sketching our story as a congregation, tracing the events, decisions, and people who have shaped our mission and life together. We're continuing to build our timeline in the social hall downstairs to remind us of where we've come from and what God has done through us in the past. In coming months, many more of you will have a chance to share your memories of Emmanuel through one-on-one interviews that will help me write a missional biography of our congregation. What is God doing through us right now? Where might he be leading us to grow and reach out in the future? All of our stories are part of the great story that God is telling, the story of creation Rebellion, redemption, and new creation. The Bible traces our shared story from the first words of Genesis to the last lines of Revelation. We see ourselves in the people of the Bible, their struggles and joys, their frailties and failings, their hard decisions, and their moments of triumph. It's tremendous that we now have A powerful new visual retelling of parts of that great story in the Bible miniseries. Mark Burnett and Roma Downey have carefully selected biblical stories that sketch the grand narrative of the Bible. The love of God for his rebellious people. In a moment, we're going to watch a scene from the beginning of tonight's episode. The story we heard a few minutes ago from the book of Joshua. Rahab in the Israelite spies. But to set the scene, we have to go back into last week's episode. God appeared to Moses in a burning bush and sent him to deliver the Israelites from 400 years of slavery in Egypt. God poured out ten horrible plagues upon Egypt, ending with the death of the firstborn, even the son of Pharaoh. The Israelites were passed over because they put the blood of a lamb on their doorposts. Moses led his people out through the parted waters of the Red Sea, which closed again on the pursuing Egyptian army. On Mount Sinai, God gave his people commandments to shape their life together as a community. He provided for his people as they wandered in the desert for 40 years, leading them by a pillar of cloud and fire. He sustained them with manna and quail and water from the rock. Finally, they were ready to enter the land God had promised, but the city of Jericho stood in their way. Its high, thick wall made Jericho an impregnable fortress. Moses had died. Joshua was the Israelites' new leader. He sent two spies into Jericho. They found no weakness in the wall, but found fear in the hearts of the people. They entered the house of Rahab, a prostitute who lived with her family in a house set into the wall of Jericho. You have a God who commands the winds and parts the seas. This whole city is terrified of you. How can we fight a people whose God can do that? The spies reported to Joshua that they met a woman who believed that God had already taken the city. The people melt in fear because they know that God is with us. Again and again in this, in this mini-series, Abraham, Moses, and Joshua say, God is with us. In Hebrew, That phrase is Emmanuel, God with us. God told Joshua to have the Israelites simply march around the city for seven days. On the last day, they marched around it seven times and blew a loud blast on the trumpets and shouted with all of their might. The stout walls of Jericho crumbled into dust. The Israelites destroyed the city, but spared Rahab and her family. The scarlet cord that the spies gave her delivered her family from death. You will be passed over, the spy said. The scarlet cord served like the lamb's blood on the doorposts of the Israelites in Egypt. As the blood on the wood saved the firstborn of the Israelites, the scarlet cord saved Rahab and her family. She believed that the Israelites' Lord is God in heaven above and on the earth below. She trusted that the spies would be true to their word as God is to his word. Rahab and her family were given a new beginning, a new life. They lived with the Israelites and intermarried with them. One of Rahab's great-grandsons was named David. He became Israel's greatest king, who conquered Jerusalem and made it his capital. A thousand years later, during the Passover festival, one of Rahab and David's descendants bled and died on a wooden cross outside the walls of Jerusalem. His blood stained red the wood of the cross, but washed white the sins of all those who trust in him. John the Baptist called him the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Hundreds of years earlier, the prophet Isaiah wrote about the Messiah. He was despised and rejected The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. The blood-red cord saved Rahab's family. The blood of a lamb saved the Israelites in Egypt. The blood of Jesus saves us from sin and death. His resurrection gives us new life, a new beginning, a new home. Like Rahab, we live by faith in the Lord our God. Like Joshua, we proclaim that God is with us, Emmanuel. May the stories of our lives point to Jesus, the one whose name announces the Lord saves. Amen.